the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Powered by the Wall Street Business Network. This is Business 1440. KYCR. Golden Valley. A service of Salem Media Group. With SRN News, I'm Bob Agnew in Washington. President Trump says the U.S. is now at a breaking point when it comes to illegal immigration. The system is full. Can't take you anymore. Whether it's asylum, whether it's uh, anything you want, it's illegal immigration. Can't take you anymore. We can't take you. Our country is full. Our area is full. The sector is full. Can't take you anymore. I'm sorry. Can't happen. So turn around. That's the way it is. Speaking near the border yesterday in California, the president once again blamed congressional Democrats for the crisis at the southern border. Hiring rebounded in March as U.S. employers added 196,000 jobs. We are seeing slower growth, but we're not anywhere near a recession. The economy is still expanding, just at a slightly weaker pace. That is Gus Fouché, chief economist at PNC Financial Services Group. The Labor Department says the unemployment rate held at 3.8%. This is SRN News. Message and data rates may apply. Guys, got hair loss? I know what you're thinking. Should I shave my head? Comb it over? Wear a hat? Just stop. This isn't 1970. Keep your hair and your confidence because Bosley, America's number one hair restoration expert, can give you your real hair back permanently. Check them out today because they're giving away an absolutely free information kit and a free gift card to everyone who texts SAVE11 to 85850. Dude, you don't have to look like your dad because this isn't your dad's hair loss treatment. People all over the country trust Bosley because they use the latest technology to give you your real hair back. Hey, this is Rob Spirell, CEO of Bosley. Our solution to hair loss is permanent and protected by the Bosley Guarantee. With one text, we'll show you, for free, how great your hair could look. Get your absolutely free information kit and a gift card for $250 off by texting SAVE11 to 85850. That's S-A-V-E-11 to 85850. I'm a trained lawyer. I went to law school, and I have found that has actually been a disadvantage. My name is Alan. I am a current student at the OTA office in Minneapolis, Minnesota. Uh, I'm a retired district court judge, and when I decided to retire, I'd always had an interest in financial markets. I had done quite a bit of research, read up on OTA a lot. I think I had a pretty good idea of what to expect. The actual class itself was more impressive than I even anticipated. I mean, after I attended that half-hour class, I was absolutely 100% sold. It's almost like a light bulb goes off. You start following your rules. You recognize the mistakes you shouldn't uh, make, and you stop making them. I feel like I've actually turned a corner. I'm actually on a great path. You don't have to be a rocket scientist to do this. And I think a lot of people get scared away from the financial markets because they don't think they're smart enough, and nothing could be further from the truth. Call OTA at pound 250 on your cell phone for a free investing workshop or register at learnwithota.com. The views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. The Wall Street Business Network is on the air. It's the King Banyan Show. 
As an educator and former legislator, Professor Banyan steps out of the classroom and onto the airwaves to break down the local and national economic news that matters to you. Just say what you got, man. It's the King Banyan Show on Business 1440. Now, here's King Banyan. Good morning and welcome, King Banyan Show, Business 1440. Just as um, they say, here's King Banyan, the uh, text message goes off, my my daughter is, is at a conference somewhere. The child's living the life that uh, that I used to live for a while, also heading into academia, though not an economist, she's in math, um, and is, um, is currently, uh, currently presenting paper. Proud dad. I'm proud of her... Uh, her work, uh, she's been going. She's been going around uh, the country, and indeed uh, is traveling internationally, uh, doing some, uh, presenting some of her research. That's that's terrific. It's Job Saturday here on the King Banyan Show. I mean, and what else are you going to do? The, the the golf courses are teasing you. Do you really want to play in the rain? You know what? If you haven't played in six months, the answer is yes, silly. Of course, I want to play. Um, and, and and you go out. But for those for those folks who uh, manage to get away from time to time during the winter to play, they probably are staying in, hiding in the garage, sitting there waiting to see when you can uh, get the uh, first uh, fertilizer on the lawn to get ready for summer because it's the first weekend of April. Maybe you're. Um, Maybe you're uh, procrastinating from doing taxes. I know I have. This is the weekend I have to get them done because next weekend I will not have the time to do the last-minute push through to April 15th. So uh, this is this is my weekend, So um, and indeed tomorrow is the day when, when we'll do it. It usually takes me about eight hours start to finish. And unlike many people who do a little bit and walk away, do a little bit and walk away, I get all the papers together and I sit down and and take out my tax software and grind through it. So I've done it for about 20 years. Uh, it has yet, I have yet to go through an audit through that experience, uh, and I'm pretty satisfied with what's happened, so I, I, st- I stay with that. Um, those are jobs that um, accountants are not getting, at least not from me. Um, and it gets you to start thinking about, uh, about taxes as well. So maybe today's topics, besides the job Saturday conversation and sort of a general rundown of where we are i've got two other topics to talk about or two or three other topics to talk talk about with you today um steve moore was uh was one person named uh, as the potential uh, pick to uh be a governor at the federal reserve this week uh president trump announced herman cain herman cain might get a seat as well uh, at the Fed, uh, where I predict there will not be a there will not be a quiz on on uh, where on the map is Uzbeki Becky Becky Stan. Um, there will and but um, I, I I and I thought maybe given my own background when I was uh, the the age my daughter is now the papers that I was presenting at conferences uh, at that stage of my career uh, were all about the independence of the central bank. Um, and it was a time before that was a very popular topic. We were kind of cutting edge back in the early 80s when I was doing this. So I want to talk about that a little bit with you. Um, and then uh, and then also a little, about, uh, a, a little bit about Jamie Dimon uh, and the J.P. Morgan chair who put out a uh, – they put out their uh, shareholder annual report and included some words about socialism and – 
You might say, well, that's from a curious source since uh, since J.P. Morgan was a recipient of uh, TARP money back in 2008. Uh, we'll talk about that a little bit as well. Um, we'll check in to see whether Theresa May is still the Prime Minister of the of United Kingdom and whether or not uh, Brexit is happening. I've had uh, an, I had a nice three hour session with my students. Uh, this week, the ones who went on the trip as we get prepared for uh, for the Husky Showcase. It's our opportunity here at St. Cloud State to get our students to show the research and uh, experiences that they've had. And we've got a whole session here uh, on Brexit. Um, if you live in the St. Cloud area, just drop me a note. Uh, drop me a note at uh, kbanyan at banyan.net. Or, you know, that's, the way to, that's one way to get an email to me, and I will look for that and see if... See if uh, we can get you to come visit. We'd love to have visitors uh, to that as well. But job Saturday, uh, unemployment rate stayed constant for the wrong reasons. Uh, the non-farm payrolls, I had said at the beginning of the week, most of the numbers I was seeing was around uh, in the 180,000, 200,000 mark. And indeed, it landed right at that particular level uh, at uh, 196. K, 182,000 in the private sector. So it was right in that ballpark, right in that area where I thought it would land, uh, between 180 and 200. Okay, stop clock is right twice a day. I know. I get, I get the joke. But the much of this was in areas where I would say there's less here than meets the eye. So there are some people who say, hey, so that 20,000 thing, which got revised upward to 33,000, so they added 13,000 jobs to the February report, uh, taking us from a 20,000 add to now 33,000. So it added an extra 1,000 to the big whopping three, three was 311, now 312,000 jobs, 312,000 jobs in January. So that three-month average is still in that 210 220,000 a month area. That looks good. It's a little slower than 2018, but only by a few thousand. And again, with revisions that happen, you can't say in any meaningful sense that the rate of job addition has slowed in the last year. Okay, jobs are still being created at that 200, 210 range. And if you go and look at what's happening on the on the uh, household side, we add we add to the population about a hundred to about one hundred and thirty to one hundred fifty thousand people a month get added to the population. So if you put that together, if you put those numbers together, if you're adding two hundred thousand jobs a month and you're adding population of one hundred and forty, one hundred fifty thousand a month, the sum of the the implication is. The number of the share of the adult population that's working is getting larger. It's good news. It's generally good news for the economy. The economy is reaching deeper into the labor force. It's pulling people out. The bad side of this number was in that one in that in that period of the one month to, uh, from month to month. Uh, the civilian labor force fell by 224,000. So the reason that the unemployment rate stayed constant at 3.8%, well, both the numerator and the denominator got smaller and the ratio stayed the same. The number of people working in the household survey fell by 200,000 workers after gaining uh, 200 and 
255,000 in the previous month fell by 201,000 this month in the household survey, which is a much more imperfect way of trying to measure uh, the number of people working in the economy, although it has the advantage that that it will count the self-employed, which the payroll survey obviously does not. If you're a single, if you're a single uh, a sole proprietorship, uh, you work for yourself. You don't file. You don't file any tax forms during the year, except for maybe your quarterly statement uh, to indicate uh, to to prepay your estimated taxes. If you're not put sending in a monthly payment, chances are you're not in the payroll survey, but you are in fact in the household survey. So that that is that is the uh, that that is the difference between that is one major difference, not the only difference, but it's the major difference between those two. And I don't think it means that there are fewer people self employed, so it doesn't mean that at all. But it's to say that that if you dig around underneath the data to say, okay, so what really happened in this, rather than just hearing the headline, 196,000 added and unemployment rate constant at 3.8, it certainly sounds good, but when you put it all together, the unemployment rate really only didn't change for for reasons that we for reasons that are statistical and don't indicate that we were still creating additional jobs. The the U6 rate stayed constant as well. And I, again, I think it's because the number we saw in February in the household survey looks like it might have been been a po- had a positive error to it. It was too high of what was really happening out there. Nonetheless, nonetheless, uh, the um, number of people who in that U6 number, that that un and underemployed number, was it 7.6 in November and 7.6 in December? We had the blip due to the government shutdown and the in the weather of January went up to 8.1, fell right back to 7.3 in February and 7.3 again in March. The job market has it has to be said the job market has indeed improved sufficiently from the that I that I believe it's from the from the jobs and tax cut act of 2017 it's improved enough that people should say hey this economy is doing reasonably well indeed you're beginning to hear it uh you heard if you listen to the news at the top of the hour rather than waiting till three after for me to come on if you listen to us right at the top of the hour you heard the report within the, the Salem News Minute there to say, hey, job market turned out well, and, and people saying, hey, there's no recession happening. There's What's really happening is, what's really happening right now is is that the economy's growing. It's growing at a slightly slower rate. You're in the ninth year of expansion. This is 102, I get this, this is 102 months without a negative month for employment. You know when that happened last? course you don't because it's never happened before this is the longest this is now the longest continuous rate of growth of jobs that we have seen in the history of us keeping track of that number it's very very impressive and it's and that it's growing at maybe a few thousand less per month this this year so far than it did in 2018 
and maybe 20,000 to 30,000 less per month than it did at 2017, I don't think should be of a concern to you. I think it just says that this, this economy is continuing to create jobs. Um, the recession concerns, there are a few of them out there, and I'm going to talk about them in the next segment. But I don't get away from the overall important point. This was a this was a good, not great, but good jobs report that in, that indicates that right now the economy is still growing. Inverted yield curves usually only predict recessions that happen a year to a year and a half later. It's not here yet. We'll be back after this. You're listening to the King Banyan Show on Business 1440. If it was 1990, you'd be listening to your favorite radio station on that bulky boombox that burns through D batteries faster than you can say you've got mail. Well, thankfully, it's the 21st century, and there are much better alternatives. For example, just ask Alexa to tune in. Alexa, play Business Radio 1440. Throw out that old beeper and get with the times. Listen to your favorite Business 1440 hosts and shows with Alexa and Amazon Echo. Hey, it's Lee Michaels here with one of the newest members to the Patriot family. I am proud to be associated with Mike Murphy with EXP Realty. Now, it's a name that's familiar to some of you, but it's not our Mike Murphy. It's our new Mike Murphy. Mike, it is great to have you here. Thanks, Lee. We are excited to work with the Patriot and your listeners. Now, tell me, what makes EXP Realty different? EXP is a cloud-based brokerage. We like to call it the future of real estate. A lot of people get frustrated with the gimmicks and overpromises of many real estate agents. We pride ourselves on being different. No gimmicks, just great service. When you call our number, you will speak to me or my wife, Sharon, not an inexperienced team member. So if they want to speak to you or your wife, Sharon, how do they get a hold of you? Give us a call at 651-216-7870 or go to MikeMurphyTeam.com. It's that simple. If you're thinking about selling your home, check out Mike Murphy Team with eXp Realty. 651-216-7870 or online at MikeMurphyTeam.com. This is David Davenport of the Hoover Institution for townhall.com. While the rest of us enjoy basketball's March Madness, progressives are creating madness of their own. The latest is their proposal to pack the Supreme Court by adding new seats on the court for the next president to fill. This is clearly a political ploy to change the present 5-4 conservative makeup to a 6-5 liberal one. Writer Wynne McLaughlin said, maybe history wouldn't have to repeat itself if we listened once in a while. Obviously, progressives aren't tuned into history because the last time this was proposed by President Franklin Roosevelt in the 1930s, even his own party said no. Packing the court will become an endless project, with every new president in Congress tempted to change the makeup, and the court will become more polarized, not less. A far better reform would be term limits for justices. I'm David Davenport. The Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy, America's unique graduate leadership degree, offered on its most beautiful campus. Learn more at publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu. 
Step into a Chet's owned Red Wing store this season for non-insulated, waterproof, and water-resistant footwear. Need new boots for summer work? Check out our variety of steel, aluminum, and composite safety toe options. Don't forget our selection of regular toe footwear either. Too busy with projects this season to get to the store? Ask us about our mobile shoe service, where we bring the store to you. Or stop in to see us in Columbia Heights, Coon Rapids, Circle Pines, Bloomington, and St. Cloud. Work is our work. Welcome back, King Banyan Show. This is 1440. Yes, we can do this too, you know. We can do the classical music. You'll be interested to see what Andrew picks for classical music. We've never had this discussion. This, of course, the, uh, uh, an old chestnut, a classic. Is there a classic of classical music? Of course there are. Anyway, King Banyan Show, Business 1440. Job Saturday here for you on the King Banyan Show. And let's see, where are we here? What's wrong with the jobs report? What was wrong with it? What, why wouldn't you call it a great report, King? Well, three things. First of all, I, I, I will point out what pointed out during the during the first segment, which is which is these numbers are highly volatile. It's very important to keep keep your eyes on the prize, okay? Uh, if you put if you put everything together, the average in 2018 was 223,000 jobs. The 12 month average is currently at 211,000. So slow down, yeah. But 12,000 jobs is that within the margin of error? Yeah, Don's right. It's within the margin of error. That's right. Is the pace so when people say, oh, the pace of job growth is slowing, I say, well, it probably is. I'm not sure of that because of the measurement error, but it probably is because we have a 3.8% unemployment rate. So we're kind of constrained to have job growth not grow too much faster than the rate of growth of the population. Because we don't, okay, the catch up phase, which took way longer than it should have in the early part of the 2010s, um, is over. We're past the catch-up phase at 3.8%. If people say, well, no, there's a lot of slack in the economy still, and we still, and, and we, we even hear President Trump saying quite openly he wants the Fed to cut rates. I'll get to the, I'll get to the Fed later. But, but that argument only makes sense if you believe there's still a lot of slack in the labor market. There's a fair amount of evidence that it's not. What, but one thing you would have thought, if you thought the market was running out of slack, you would have expected that wages would be growing at a fast rate. They're not. Okay, one point one percent month-to-month increase. We're currently we're currently now at three point two percent year-over-year growth in wages. We were at three point four percent growth a couple months ago. Again, the January and February data are kind of goofed up by the by the government shutdown. I, I this is the first this is the first collection where everybody was on board and doing their job right from uh, the first day of March. So I don't I feel like this is the first one where I, where of the year that has probably a reasonably good measurement to it. So 
that is that is a little bit less than I thought, and it's the reason why I think the Fed is on hold is because the reason for them to go higher with interest rates if the rece- if this is still growing if the economy is still growing at a, re- at a at a fairly impressive rate you know 225,000 jobs per per month if we stayed in that 220 to 230 range for the next 12 months or so that would be look pretty good but if there's lot not much slack in the labor market my expectation would be that you would see wage growth increase. The Fed's expectation was wage growth will increase. That might indicate incipient inflation, and that might be the reason why you would have another rate increase. It's not there. Okay? In fact, it went slightly backwards. This is a surprise. I mean, I'm personally surprised to see that number go down. Again, can it be measurement? Yeah, of course it can be. Uh, But... The fact that that number is lower than it was before, than, than, than it was at the beginning of the year, is counterintuitive to the thought that it's a tight labor market and this expansion is continuing and the expansion should be leading to increased wages. We're not seeing that action in the market just yet. And that's why I think you'll hear people, I think when you hear people expressing disappointment with this jobs report, they're focused on the wage number much more than they're focused on the jobs numbers. Let me point out one more thing about that. When you see those wage growth numbers, they're not just influenced by, they're not just influenced by um, whether or not people get additional pay. It's also influenced by where, are the, where is the job growth happening and where is the job growth not happening. So let me go, let me go grab the... Uh, let me go grab the uh, establishment survey and, and tick through these areas. In the goods producing sector of the 100, 196,000 jobs added, only 12,000 were in the were in that sector, and all of that was in construction. Indeed, constric- construction was up 16,000 jobs. Those are reasonably good paying jobs, but manufacturing was down 6,000, including including 6,300 jobs lost in uh, motor vehicles and parts. Those are high-paying jobs. And if you're subtracting those jobs from the aggregate number, because those wages pay above the the median wage, that's going to mean the growth of jobs is going to be suppressed. You're not measuring job by job how much increase in those those firms happen. You're measuring the aggregate size of the payroll you're taking the number of hours estimated to have been worked and you're doing the division. If you change the composition of labor within the measurement of the establishment survey, you're going to change the you're going to change that growth of pay number not because people were getting smaller pay increases, but because you have different people in the sample. It's not the same person you're not it's not a sur- a longitudinal survey of pay so these numbers don't necessarily tell us that well the rate at which people are getting raises is slowing down the pot it, it that's certainly possible but it isn't necessarily so and we should be we should be cautious about how we do that in other areas 
Okay, retail trade down 11,000. And I thought this was important. Okay, I want to point this out to you. The number, the number I keep track of, the number I keep track of to sort of see where the job market is going as much as anything is keeping track of temporary help services. When the temp agencies are growing faster and adding workers, that's an indication that, that the economy is picking up some steam because businesses will often turn to temporary workers first as they try to add labor and then gives them a chance to think about, okay, does that one look good? And they have a chance to maybe hire one of one of the temporary workers. They'll say, you know what, why don't you stop working for the temp agency? Why don't you come work for us full time? That number was down 5,400 workers in in March after being up 3,100 workers in February. It was down 26,000 in January, but that, again, a lot of that is the temp agency stuff. I mean, excuse me, the, the shutdown. That, that, a lot of that's the government shutdown things going on. So it's not clear to me that that, that, that number should be concerned. But the fact that that number is negative in March, I'd put that as a slight negative into what we get from the jobs report. Once more, I, I say it's good. It's not a great jobs report, but it is a good jobs report. Right? So, so, so as I... As I look at this, the, the market reacted pretty positively to the jobs report, largely on the basis of thinking of the headline number, right? Because the headline number made it seem like the Fed, it, it might increase the possibility that the Fed's going to increase interest rates, or at least it's not going to cut interest rates. I think the argument for cutting interest rates is terrible is a bad argument. But if you dig it, if you believed we should be cutting interest rates before, there's plenty in this report to say you should still be thinking about cutting interest rates. Um, there's nothing. He, all you need to do is look at wage growth. You need to look at what's happening in manufacturing. You need to look at what's happening in, in temporary workers. When you put those three pieces together, that's why it's why it's not a great report, but it's still it's still a reasonably good report. When we come back, I want to touch on on the rest of the news of the week. This is sort of a week in which we're going to just do the deep data dive to get through all of the reported numbers, not just here, but going around around the, around the world uh, as the rest of the world's economy continues to struggle some. It makes gives us some reasons to be concerned about what's happening here in the United States as well. We'll be back after this. King Banyan Show, Business 1440. It may not require a textbook, but it's filled with valuable lessons. It may not take place in a classroom, but it's an ideal environment for learning. It may not involve a diploma, but it can help prepare Minnesota's young people for life. It's high school sports. High school sports can play a critical role in a student's overall education. 
In fact, studies show that students that participate in high school sports are more likely to enjoy greater levels of achievement in their academic lives. If you think high school sports are only about competition, think again. Better yet, think about attending a high school sporting event in your community. You'll be amazed by what you see. High school sports, a winning part of a complete education. This message presented by the Minnesota State High School League and the Minnesota Interscholastic Athletic Administrators Association. Hi, this is Lee with the Kingdom Builders Roofing. It is so exciting to think that the Lord loves us in such a way that he sent his son to provide the way for us to be directed perfectly, gently, and effectively. C.S. Lewis bluntly stated this fact, Aim at heaven, and you will get earth thrown in. Aim at earth, and you will get neither. None of us can serve two masters. We try, but we cannot do it. As the hymn says, Keep your eyes upon Jesus, and the things of the earth will grow strangely dim. I pray that we can be used by each other to exhort and edify the church and grow the real kingdom. This is Matthew with the Kingdom Builders. We strive to have our standard be God's standard. One of the ways we do that is we regularly look to God's word to examine our hearts and our motives because we try to glorify the Lord Jesus in everything we do. We strive to take these standards on your roof, on your gutter job, whatever it might be. Give us a call at 612-900-9166. Or look us up at thekingdombuilders.net. Have you experienced anxiety, fear, shame, and embarrassment from owing back taxes? Hi, I'm Kathy Hill, founder of Tax Tiger. If you happen to have unpaid or unfiled taxes, I'm here to offer you some hope. Tax Tiger can protect you from the IRS, release wage and bank levies, and negotiate awesome settlements. Above all, Tax Tiger is a company which operates based on Christian principles. If you have an IRS problem, call us today at 612-888-9522 for a free consultation. You can trust Tax Tiger to provide an honest evaluation of your situation. If we can save you money, we'll explain how and answer all of your questions so you'll know exactly where you stand. Call Tax Tiger today at 612-888-9522. You could be closer to financial freedom than you think, and you need a tiger on your side. That number again is 612-888-9522 or visit us online at TaxTiger.com. Welcome back, King Daniel Show, Business 1440. As I said, it's time for the... We haven't done a for a while. We used to do the hour of data here on the King Daniel Show. And eventually I kind of came to the realization that that was for, more for my ed- education and to force myself to read, the inf- read uh, all, the, all the information that's out there. And probably less for you. <laughs> I, and we're here to serve. But... It's Job Saturday, which we do here uh, on the on the first Saturday of the month after the first Friday of the month, when uh, when the government releases the uh, employment report, um, is always meant to be sort of a monthly centering of okay, so where are we right now in terms in terms of a business cycle? And I I find this is important. This is a talk that I do. Oh gosh, I, in fact, I've got another one to respond to. I probably do two to three of these. I probably do two two a month on average, 
now uh and because in the summertime i don't do so many but i do probably two to three a month during the school year and probably one a month during the summer and and i'm happy to do happy to do it but it requires me every month to sort of update my own information set and i believe it's important for you to do so here and it's one of the reasons why i hope you do listen uh, weekly here to the king banyan show on business 1440 because what we're trying to do is give you the ability to understand understand okay things like what we were talking about at the beginning of the previous segment that the news will carry month to month information it will g- and will give you a headline and there are two things to learn from that there's a lot of context for the headline that a 60 second news report or youtube is not going to give to you so you need to take a little time to understand it if you want to understand it. If you don't want to understand it, well, that's well, that's why we're only doing it once a month instead of trying to do it every week for you. Okay? Two, context is not just within a month, but has to be had over a longer period of time. We try very hard to emphasize the, the, that the average is your friend. Okay, the average average is your friend. It's the first thing I teach my students. I, t- I tell them, okay, because I'm a man of a certain age, I have the ability to walk into a classroom and say, I remember when we would calculate a regression equation by hand. And I mean actually with a piece of paper adding, subtracting, multiplying, dividing, taking square roots, and so on. And they said, did you have a calculator? I said, yeah, I did, but I always tell them this story. Okay, it was um, December 1975. Okay, that gives you the, I'll give you exact, I can't give you the day of the month it was, but I know which month it was. December of 1975. I am a I am a freshman at St. Anselm College and it's my first finals it's my first set of finals the summer before as a as a graduation gift I had received a calculator and it had a battery in it so it meant I could operate it without having to sit next to a wall socket someplace you can guess what's about to happen I'm in the chemistry exam. The chemistry exam, chemistry final is a two-hour final. About an hour into the final, the battery on the calculator has, is giving up the ghost. And I walk up to the professor and say, my calculator isn't working. What should I do? He reaches into the desk and he takes out a slide rule and hands it to me. And says, good luck. With a smile on his face. He was ex-military. Uh, the chem prof was. He was a, and, and sort of like, hey, you're supposed to be prepared for this stuff. And here's your backup plan. Here's a slide rule. I had not used the slide rule all semester. I'd learned how to use a slide rule in high school. I had some idea how to use it, but I was badly out of practice. In the A I had going into the chemistry final became a B plus on the on on my uh, on on my uh, final report and on my transcript because I had run out of time. And so I tell the students this and say, "Yep, 
I could do a slide rule. I admit I had a calculator, but I knew not to depend on it. And I said, and that's the purpose of why we do it this way. We do it this way so that when you are sitting on, sitting, you know, at the coffee shop or on a train or on a plane and your laptop is in the uh, overhead bin or you don't have it with you, all right, and you're not that skilled at using your cell phone spreadsheet that, that you installed one time but then realized because the numbers are too small and your thumbs are too fat, you don't use it. How do you do something very simple? Averaging is something that's very simple. So as I talk to you about how it, you know, I teach my students how to average, how to do a quick and dirty forecast when you only have the calculator on your cell phone, how to use an Excel spreadsheet to build a better forecast. And only after you know all of those things, only then, do I tell you to open up the uh, computer, that open up the uh, desktop computer, log onto the desktop computer that's at your desk, and start using statistical software? Okay? A week and a, for a week and a half, I don't let them use it. It's like, no, no, no. You have to know how to do this. You have to have the intuition before you're before I'm going to let you have all the tools in the toolbox. Okay? Because you can hand me a carpenter's toolbox and say, build me a chair and I'm absolutely clueless because I have no intuition for how to put a chair together. So, with that said, let's think of let's let's think about context and let's think about averages. Okay? Look at mortgage rates right now and look at the housing market. Refinancing's up quite a bit because because this recent the stop of the Fed's rate increases has led mortgage rates to come down substantially. A thirty-year mortgage right now nationally is four point three six percent, so refinances are up fifty-eight percent year over year. Purchase applications to buy a house up up three point four percent. The year year-to-year gain up ten percent. That's why construction is beginning to rebound. I was beginning to question whether or not the construction market could last into 20, 20, through 2019. And I had said so to, peop, to people, including here on the, on the King Banyan show, going back to Jan, I, as recently as January. It appears I'm going to be wrong about that. When you forecast, you will be wrong. Um. There's a, there's a fair amount of borrowing happening to buy new homes, and there is a substantial amount of refinancing that is going on right now. And if you look at it over the last 12 months, you can see rates went up, construction kind of faltered a little bit. In the, over the last four months, rates have begun to come down, and the construction market, again, added 16,000 jobs in in March, that makes a whole lot of sense. Auto sales, for the for some of the same reasons, came in at 17.5 million units uh, on a seasonally adjusted annual basis. Um, that was a big upside surprise on the market this week, but that's a very lumpy number. Again, the average is your friend. You look, you have to dig down, and you find out that a lot of it was driven by 
by purchases of auto fleets by the rental car companies and by and by large large business firms, large corporate firms. So that number tends to be lumpy. That number probably won't be high next month. Again, the average is your friend. Pay attention to that. Okay, so that's on the positive side. Those two positive numbers that happened out there. Um, this the number for the services index from the uh, Institute for Supply Managers. This is this is on the non-manufacturing side. Has fallen for two straight months. Again, follow the trend. Follow the average. But that number was really quite high at the end of last year. Overall, uh, businesses are still optimistic. But once more, if I see any data from December, January, February, my inclination is to say the shutdown and the thought in December that rates were going to go higher, reinforced by the December uh, press conference of uh, Jay Powell, those those two things meant that last that last month of 2018, the first month of 2019, were suppressed. I'm not going to say depressed because that sounds like depression. But they were lower as a result of that. Average out the last six months to get a better feel for where we are right now. The trend, the average is your friend. PMI numbers were down. This is the... the the other number that I thought was very important, uh, and again, take a look at the trend. Durable goods, durable goods, leaving out automobiles, because the automobile sales numbers, that those fleet sales get in the way. But if you do everything else, and you take do everything else through February, we don't have the March numbers yet, but through February, durable goods orders in the United States, down five of the last seven months. We're back to the level we were in July. Orders are down 3.4% over the last three months on an annualized basis. If if the economy is slowing down, okay, so I've given you, if it's speeding up, one of the things we should see is increasing wage rates. If it's slowing down, the first, the first place that I think you'll see it happen is going to be in durable goods, and then, only then, will we see it happen in housing. But the mar- housing market is being being lifted up by by lower rates. So I'm I'm less thinking about about the rates as I am thinking about I'm less thinking about housing than I am thinking about durable goods, where that where the change in interest rates doesn't move nearly as much. People are not as sensitive to a more to the rate at which they're they're borrowing to purchase a new car or a new refrigerator. Or or, or or an RV or something, they're less sensitive to that there than they are when they're going to buy a house. We'll come back. I want to turn to the international side. We're going to look at some data from there after this because that's also a source of, of some issues where we are. And let's get ourselves centered for April. We're going to finish that out after this. King Banyan Show, Business 1440.
Business 1440 is KYCR Golden Valley. Many people today think the Bible, the most influential book in world history, is not only outdated, but also irrelevant, irrational, and even immoral. Dennis Prager here. I've written a book, The Rational Bible, Genesis to prove otherwise. My new book demonstrates clearly and powerfully that the Bible remains profoundly relevant both for the great issues of our day and in each of our lives. The Rational Bible Genesis comes out this May, and I want to invite you to join me for an exclusive pre-launch event for my book on May 6th in Orlando, Florida. That will be the first day it will be available to the public. Get your tickets today. Be part of a full-day celebration with me and our partners at TBN. Come and be part of the studio audience for the taping and live broadcast of my radio show. After the broadcast, I'll discuss my new book, answer your questions, and you'll get a signed copy of The Rational Bible Genesis. Join me in Orlando on May 6th. Get your tickets today when you visit my website, DennisPrager.com, and click on the Rational Bible banner. See you in Orlando. Share, like, comment, tweet. Are these foreign terms to your business? They may not be to your competition and the reason you're losing sales. Social media marketing is on the verge of dominating commerce. The right social media strategy can help you slay the competition and gain new customers. We're Salem Surround. We take the mystery of digital marketing off your shoulders, letting you run your business while we deliver customers. Your competition is already social. Catch them and surpass them. We offer a free analysis of your digital marketing effectiveness and suggest methods that could dramatically increase your sales. We know how to make every digital dollar count towards sales success. Now there are no limitations on where you can reach customers with Salem Surround. Total market penetration for increased ROI. Learn more by logging on to surroundmsp.com. Surroundmsp.com. Connecting you with new customers. What's up, guys? It's Elena. And when it comes to dating, many people say love has gotten lost. But if you still believe in love, Match is the app for you. Match has created millions of love stories. They've been number one in first and second dates, number one in marriages, and over one million babies made. Plus, the Match app got rid of swiping, so people put more thought into their choices. You can now view photos and read more about the people you see. So download the Match app for free today and find someone who believes in love just like you do. If you could build the world's greatest radio station, where would you start? We'd begin by creating a live station that's able to provide breaking news updates. Then we'd install some of today's top political voices behind the mic. Finally, we'd craft a convenient way to listen with a specialized mobile app. No, it's not a work in progress. It's on the air now. AM 1280, The Patriot. Intelligent radio. Online at am1280thepatriot.com. Hey, you know who is on that station? You can hear uh, Mitch Berg this afternoon, part of the Northern Alliance Radio Network, as we are here on the King Banyan Show on Business 1440. Mitch on uh, our sister station, AM 1280 The Patriot, uh, this afternoon, 1 to 3, and then Brad Carlson, 1 to 3 on Sundays. The Northern Alliance Radio Network empire dominating in the Twin Cities every weekend. Oh, uh, good to be with you. Let's ta- let's take a brief look internationally. I'll 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 end on Brexit and probably go to Brexit in the next hour instead. But it's also worth noting that that there's other parts of the world that deserve your attention uh, right now. Uh, as as I'm looking around, as 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 I look around for um, 
uh, good news and bad news and good statistics and bad statistics. Uh, the first place I've been looking has not been Europe or Brexit. It's been keeping an eye on China. And the, uh, and the uh, services index in China w- was up, but, um, but, it get, but within the report, this quote, the measure for business expectations within the services index, uh, this is the, uh, the uh, Kaishin um, uh, services index, uh, quote, the measure for business expectations rebounded slightly from the previous month, but it still signaled relatively weak confidence in how the economy's going. And the manufacturing index was higher. It went up above 50 to actually 50.8. Kaijin reported there, firms signaled slightly quicker rises in output and overall new work, while employment increased for the first time in over five years. They overall, with a more relaxed financing environment, government efforts to bail out the private sector, and positive progress in Sino-U.S. trade talks, the situation across the manufacturing sector recovered in March. Now, since that was announced, of course, if you're reading the newspapers, you you know that uh, that uh, the Trump administration has kind of pumped the brakes a little bit on when the trade talks will happen. We initially were led to believe they were going to happen very soon, within a week or two. It now feels like it's going to be pushed off into May. That's okay. That's, uh, you know, if you... If, you know, say, well, how do you feel about that? How do I feel about that is I feel like I want them to get it right. I want there to be a real, there, there should be a real deal. If there's going to be a deal, none of this, none of this uh, NAFTA 1.01, okay, um, sort of, you know, push through to your, push through to your iPhone while you were sleeping. Uh, no, what you really need is, in fact, a, a real change in a real change in in the econ in uh, trade relations, and so if they're stuck on trying to make sure they get the enforcement mechanisms right and that they get some real some real change in uh, intellectual property uh, transfer, good. If it takes an extra month, no problem. You go right for that. All right. So I think I so while I see that these numbers are a little bit. Are a little bit above, a, a little bit above uh, expectation. I know that some of that was thinking that uh, things were happening a little bit faster. It's a, it's, it'll be, it's all right. I'm, I think overall you should probably be a little more cheered by what's happening in China. Elsewhere in Asia, though, the numbers are far more mixed. And the thing to keep your eye on, the thing that I'm watching out out of the corner of my eye, is what's happening in. In Thailand right now, I'm going to read you a quick story from the BBC that I'm not sure you will hear anywhere else um, uh, right now. But uh, they had an election. They they were having an election uh, last month, um, and they're now and the government is now trying to stop the winner of the election, which is from the opposition party, from taking office by charging him with sedition. This just happened over the last couple of days. Uh, Thanathorn, uh, <laughs> okay, God help us with Thai names. Juan uh, Grungrujat, Grankit, okay, this is the leader of the Future Forward Party. Uh, these allegations stem from 2015. Um, 
and they did well in the March elections. They have 6.2 million votes, and they're trying to form a Democratic alliance uh, to try to prov- to try to change the government. Thailand is not an insignificant country in in the Asian economy. And I think it's important for us to keep an eye on what happens in Thailand going forward, not, be, not, not just because of Thailand, but because, because of the rest of Asia as well. If I go, go and look at a couple of other, other negative pieces that are happening there, um, Japan's manufacturing sector is still weak. Uh, uh, the Tonkin report came down seven point, was, had a seven-point quarter expected uh, expected to be at 13. Uh, the, the purchasing managers index in Hong Kong is down, um, uh, although although I think it's I think it's doing some indication that perhaps what's happening in China isn't spilling over if it's not going into Taiwan as well. And there is some softness even in India and in Malaysia. So I think to pay attention to Asia right now makes some sense. It is tempting because everything's in English and we're. And Americans are always fascinated by what happens and happens in Parliament and so forth. I get it. I do. I do it too. Um, you tend to have your eyes on what's happening in Europe, but keep your eye on what's happening in Asia, not just in China, but keep an eye on Thailand. Keep an eye on what's happening in Australia, where there's signs of softness as well, that might indicate a global. A global recession, a, a global or regional recession, could be in the offing in that part, and that does concern me in terms of where we go here in the United States. We'll get to we'll get to talk about Brexit just after these messages. You are listening to the King Banyan Show on Business fourteen forty. Relief Factor is made from high-quality fish oil and essential nutrients. Gives your body the help it needs to aid fighting recurring aches and pains. When life's aches and pains get you down, you need relief. Physicians made Relief Factor as an essential way to support the body's fight against aches and pains. It's a remarkable product. It has worked. I only endorse it because it helped my wife with her knee pain. I didn't even know she was taking it. Then when it was mentioned, she said, oh yeah, this stuff is is like magic. Look, there are people who've told me they've postponed or delayed or simply negated surgery because of Relief Factor. That's how powerful it is. Go to www.relieffactor.com, that's relieffactor.com, or call 800-500-8384, that's 800-500-8384. This remarkable product is called Relief Factor, relieffactor.com. American Do you have a pressure washer in your shop that takes diesel fuel or kerosene? Are you tired of filling that tank every day? A stationary pressure washer that heats the water with natural gas or electricity from American Pressure is a great solution. Call us to discover all the ways a new stationary machine could benefit your business. We are always glad to come out to you, look at your current setup, and make recommendations. That new stationary unit will hook up to your existing natural gas line, which will save you both the cost of fuel as well as the 
the time and effort and mess of refueling a pressure washer. The pressure washer will exhaust through the roof of your building or out the sidewall. And if it's an all-electric unit, there will be no exhaust stack at all. In addition, we've got all the right accessories to go with your machine, including trolley systems, hose reels, wands, trigger guns, and everything you need to make the cleaning job as easy and safe as it can be. I had never been a trader. I hadn't even really studied a whole lot. And so I was I was brand new to this. My name's Sam. I'm a student with OTA. Tell me why you decided to take classes from Online Trading Academy. I just was kind of at a crossroads. I wanted to uh, look for my next business opportunity. And uh, financial markets had always just kind of appealed to me. Actually, what's nice about everything here with OTA, they can teach you to trade with very small amounts of money uh, and really build everything up from the ground floor. So you really don't need a lot of money to get going with this. Really amazing instructors. How has Online Trading Academy changed your life? I'm a little bit more in control of my destiny going forward. I'm not quite as worried about contract to contract and know that I have some other sources of income. Join us for a free investing class by calling pound 250 on your cell phone and use the keyword OTA or go to learnwithota.com. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.